Hey there, I'm Janie Budnick, the pet sitter guru and founder of Pet Biz Hive and Pet Biz MBA. The Pet Biz Hive podcast is a space for pet business owners to still get all those things done while getting some tips and business education in their ears. So pop in an earbud and get ready for the buzz. Hey there, and welcome back to the Pet Biz Hive. So I talked on Tuesday about direct communication with employees, especially during times where they might not be quite following policies or procedures that you have set out. Now I'm going to follow up today with a little bit of a deeper dig into how your employee system, along with direct communication and accountability, can actually be set up to make your team stronger. First of all, have a good employee handbook. Of course, you can expect one from PetBiz MBA soon, but besides all of the boilerplate things that go into your handbook, like your open door policies, equal opportunity, um, typically drug-free, alcohol-free, and uh, any state-specific regulations you might have, you definitely need to have a clear discipline policy. So when they are clear and clearly gone over, which is very important, it creates out-of-bound markers for your staff. They will understand your expectations and they will understand the consequences. It definitely gives you a playbook then that they can reference anytime there are any questions or you can reference if there are any issues. A little word of advice to you, don't deviate. Don't treat employees differently. Believe me, they talk. I think you probably already know that they talk. They can smell that like a skunk and it will divide your team. Now we are gonna dig in a little bit more about disciplinary procedures. Make sure that you clearly have listed where those out of bound markers are. This is usually going to be a list in that employee handbook where you have them maybe in a bullet point list, definitely something that you want to go over individually and breaking it down into directly affecting your company policies. Now, one thing I like to directly address with our team is a no gossip policy. Now, this is not standard in a boilerplate employee handbook, but this is certainly something that we have in our company because there is nothing that annoys the hell out of me more than employees gossiping about things. So um, here is honestly just the verbiage that we have in our own. This company additionally maintains a no gossip policy. Compliments go down and lateral. Complaints and suggestions go vertical and to your supervisor or manager. Gossip among coworkers and any complaints or disparaging comments about the company or the company policies will not be tolerated. That actually, (laughs) that came into play after we had a staff member who, guess we always had a few little flags here and there of like, huh, we're not 100% sure about almost could say her emotional stability. But you know, we were receiving those little pink flags that we really should be cautious about some of the things that we were seeing. But she was consistent. She had great visit reports. She obviously took great care of the pets and the clients loved her. 
So we actually had her set up as a team trainer. This was, I don't know, eight to 10 years ago, maybe just to give you a reference point. And we had a new team member that went to her to be trained. And the team member actually contacted us afterwards and said that was honestly the most shocking thing that I've been through in any type of orientation. And we had a conversation with her and she said literally that our trainer was continually like the entire time she was training was saying things like oh well you're just going to take the work away from me and I don't know why they make me train you whenever you're just going to steal my work and um, oh don't trust that person in the company because because they'll lie to you I mean seriously this is the stuff that our new employee was hearing from a trainer I mean like talk about some cancer in your company right so um, we, we've definitely been through those types of situations. And yes, people like that are a cancer in your company. So you want to dig those babies out and show them the door because I'm sure there is some other location where they will be happier. So I definitely want you to you know, consider whether or not that is the type of environment that you want to have for your company definitely have your disciplinary levels defined to the extent that you want them. My team has level one and level two disciplinary levels. So that is typically your minor to your major ones or a complete disregard for policies. I mentioned in the last episode about documenting everything. I talked about using the S-bar structure to make sure that you are consistent in your documentation. Trust me, you'll be very happy to have it if there is ever a challenge to your employment processes. I also spoke way back in episode three about encouraging staff compliance with your company policies, which that was actually a presentation that I just dropped the audio off of. So it does sound a little weird when you're listening to it. I did mention in there my SAFE form. Uh, This is uh, SAFE stands for Safety and Accountability for Everyone. Uh, This is a form that a lot of corporations have that employees will fill out. I have done it um, previously in the uh, medical field. And we have a bit of a spin on the way that we do ours. So just kind of want to tell you what that is and what it is for. You can always go back and listen to episode three also. But it really is... It's a form, it's a Google form, that our employees fill in anytime there is any type of an incident where it really, the purpose of it is to bring their attention to what happened and the why behind it was an issue. Now, this form is actually a bit two-way. That's why it's safety and accountability for everyone. We have had several times where having this form filled out and, you know, having kind of a postmortem in the office, there have been things that we have realized we had an accountability to and we did not follow through on our end. So that is the beautiful thing about something like this. It can help you really evaluate your own processes to see if you have any um, holes in your bucket. So all of our disciplinary levels do require that a safe form be filled out by the employee and then it is put into the employee file. That is just part of our documentation. So we have both the SBAR and the safe form that we use in our company. 
Of course, we do have the standard disciplinary sheets if we do need to have an employee come into the office where we have it formally written out. We do have termination forms, et cetera, that we you know, hope to God we never have to use, right? Uh, I can say that in 2022, we just did our uh, employee turnover calculations and we had two out of all of our employees, we ended up having two involuntary terminations. So we had four voluntary and two involuntary. So hopefully that is something that you track also great numbers to have. So I've kind of covered the technical aspects of discipline. Now for the internal part. Yes, it's hard. Um, For many of us, it's like heading to the guillotine hard, Uh, especially if you are um, a very emotional, empathetic type or a people pleaser. It is doubly hard. (laughs) This can really test the bandwidth of any leader. Consistency is an important aspect of leading. I mentioned that before. Of course, team unity, even though most of us do have remote teams, um, that is huge importance for strength and scale of your company as you grow. Now, number one, this starts with your attitude. You are the captain of the ship. Much of what happens in your company trickles down from you, and that is also the vibe that you have. Always remain supportive and positive when you are interacting with your employees. If you don't feel positive and supportive, suck it up. Go beat on a pillow or, you know, scream in the bathroom when you're done. But when you're around your employees, you want to make sure that you have that positive and supportive. Don't assume. Of course, none of us want to be the ass in that joke, right? Always hear your employees out before judging. Do your research on whatever the situation is before you bring down the hammer. And of course, I would probably assert you shouldn't bring down the hammer anyway. Many of these relationships can be resolved with great communication. And you want to remove emotion. Sometimes I feel like um, a Xanax would be the best route. But anytime someone raises their voice, the conversation is over. This type of communication takes way more listening and a lot of breathing. Acknowledge what they are saying. It's your job as a leader to set the tone of the conversation. Now, if you're having a phone conversation and there is tension, then it is your job to get them across the desk from you. Like I try to tell my kids, these people, they're humans. There is always an element of humanity and people make mistakes. These people are on the same plane and karma is a bitch if you decide to just blow the bridge up. But I do know sometimes that's difficult. Um, This is such a personal business. If you started your business, it is like your baby, right? It's easy to get defensive, but that is exactly why you need to remove the motion out of it before you go in. Anytime you are going to have a meeting with someone in your office, or even if it's going to be a serious phone conversation, write down what you are going to say and look at it first. Make sure you evaluate the way that you want the conversation to go and write down what you want the outcome to be. Figure out what the win is for everyone in that outcome, which will absolutely help you 
maintain your sanity during some of the tough conversations because there is less of an opportunity for you to completely go off script if you have one there. And I don't mean have it in front of you and read it the whole time. It's a reference point, right? You get me. You're all adults. But as always, you know, you want to use any of these challenges in your company to look inside, meaning look at you, look at your company before you do burn these bridges. So what did you possibly contribute to the situation? What might be unclear in your handbooks, in your manuals? Uh, Do you not clarify often enough? What might be broken in your systems? And what can you change for the next time? All right, hopefully that information is, is good stuff for you to think about as you move forward with employees. We are all going to have an amazing 2023. And a lot of that is because of your employees. Love on them every chance you get. This Sunday, we are actually having our, uh, I guess, end of 2022 team celebration. We're all going to a local dog bar with our doggos. It is going to be a huge, fun time celebration. We've actually assigned uh, yearbook superlatives to our staff members that are going to be there. And they're going to each get little awards like, you know, Uh, oh gosh best photos you know like the little yearbook things that go on in the pictures we're gonna have so much fun with that so yes y'all have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you next time thank you for listening to this episode of the pet biz hive you can follow me at pet biz hive on both facebook and instagram and learn more at petsitterguru.com What is your next best move?